You're listening to the IBS IBS podcast. This is Gaia Lamperti. And today we are joined by Stuart Clout, the co-founder of a virtual data room platform called Ansarada. Hello, Stuart. Hi, Gaia. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for joining us. So before we get started, Stuart, would you like to tell our audience what exactly a data room is? Uh, yes, then the data room's gone through, uh, I guess, a few phases of innovation and iteration over the years, Gaia. Um, I'm uh, unfortunately old enough to remember the data room in the physical context um, because of my background before being a tech entrepreneur was as an M&A attorney. Uh, practicing both in the in here in the UK um, and also in Australia. And uh, the data room was originally a physical room where the the documents and data for an organization were housed so that potential buyers of that organization could come in and inspect the documents and records and data of the organization that they were potentially going to buy. And in the physical context, it was a room that was typically either in the lawyers or the investment bankers, of the sell selling organization, and you would be given access to it in certain periods. Obviously, if there was multiple bidders and you didn't want those bidders to cross paths, then you would have time slots that you would have to arrive and leave by so that people didn't literally see each other crossing in the foyers. It, was, it, it sounds very exciting. It's probably not as exciting as it sounds, um, but certainly a very important process of what's called due diligence. From there, The, the data room got virtualized, hence now being a virtual data room, obviously leveraging secure cloud storage and cloud distribution software uh, capabilities. And the, the data room became virtual. So now people log into a virtual data room and they're still getting access to documents and data, but the control of that information is significantly higher. And obviously it's much more practical and easier if people can log in from uh, their own uh, their own computer to see, see things as opposed to turning up to uh, law firms. And then more and more recently, and Ansarad is really leading on this, with the iteration of the virtual data room is beyond the virtual data room, in fact. And it's into more holistic deal management technology where project management and workflow, so how things get done, how people work, and how uh, the whole deal gets managed is being dealt with in the Ansarad deals platform, which sits alongside the virtual data room feature. Wonderful. Sounds great. Thank you for that introduction. And what exactly Ansarada does? Could you maybe offer us an overview of your service offering and customer base? Yeah. So, so Ansarada, um, obviously from the previous answer, has, a, uh, I guess, a heritage in the virtual data room space. Uh, and that was, for, for many years, the sole focus of the Ansarada business was the provision of the virtual data room um, solution. In, in the last couple of years, Ansarada has really started to augment its service offering and, and is actually fundamentally morphing into a very different business. Uh, we're focused still on provisioning uh, deals solution and helping people do deals and helping M&A happen and helping IPOs happen, people raising capital. And we can talk perhaps about our Microsoft for Startups um, global partnership, which we recently announced, I think it was last week. Um, and so we're still very much in the deal making and helping deal makers do deals space. Uh, but we also realized through the course of helping people do deals over many years that we meet the world's great advisors and their great clients, the world's great organizations, and often the very senior decision makers within those organizations. And they have other problems other than just doing a deal. What we realized was when people do a deal, they typically get they're most organized at that point. It's if you think about it, if you're selling your house, it's typically when you run around and do all your maintenance and do the bit of painting you should have done and fix up the gardens. And at the moment you sell your house, it's the moment it looks its best, probably it has for the last 
you know, couple of years. Similar in a context of a company, we realize they get themselves most organized. All of the documents get organized. People get everything in order. And we thought, well, what if you could maintain that level of organization for a company going forward in the context of other issues like expressing your ESG capabilities, expressing and managing your governance risk and compliance issues. Ansarada has moved into, we have both bought and built further solutions in the governance risk and compliance, ESG and board management portals, um, and also in the sort of large tendering and infrastructure uh, management space as well, where uh, our original solutions were being leveraged for those. So we, we've got a much more broader information governance platform now uh, than just perhaps the virtual data room that most people probably know us for. Interesting. Wow. And if I'm correct, what enables this level of analysis and prediction is AI technology. Would you maybe like to explain a little bit what are the most valuable procedures and how this enables you to forecast what the outcome will be of some of these deals? Yeah. And, and I think what I'll do is I'll start with um, the emotion um, and the desirable state of confidence. Because actually confidence is what it's all about. If you're expressing your confidential and key or critical information to third parties, um, you need to have confidence that you've got control over them. But also, as you, you've mentioned, Gaia, having um, predictive capability in the context of a competitive M&A transaction, having confidence as to you know, who's the most likely buyer is very good and valuable information if you're the seller. You know, I guess to use the generic term of, you know, sorting out the tire kickers from the genuine buyers is very valuable, both in time and money terms for a potential seller, because you know who to focus on. So we give our customers huge control over their information, who sees it, um, when they stop seeing it, um, can you withdraw access to it? Can you see who's seen it? What exactly have they looked at? How often have they looked at it? What part of it have they looked at? And that stuff's pretty valuable when you think of it in the context of having confidence and control over your information. And the um, the predictive stuff's actually really cool. And Ansarad has always been a leader in terms of um, our technology stack and what we, what we leverage in the AI space to help people do things like we can predict with 97% accuracy within the first six or seven days of a data room going live who's going to probably be the winner. And that's based on 25, 26,000 different transactions that we've run our algorithms over and taught the algorithm to look for. There's 52 individual behavioral activities that the algorithm searches for. And we figured out the behaviors of the people that win, the people that make a bid. And that's super valuable. The AI will provide that on a um, bit of tracking and bit of likelihood dashboard to the sellers in the context of using our deal solution. But AI is, AI is being used in many different ways. And one of the frontier areas that we're working on, particularly right now, is democratizing um, the M&A process somewhat through the power of artificial intelligence in the context of using AI to speed up the process of reviewing the documents in a data room. So you can imagine on large transactions, there's tens of thousands of documents in there. And in the absence of technology looking at it, humans need to look at it with our eyeballs and use our brains. And, you know, humans, we all think that we're pretty smart and there's a lot of smart people in the M&A game, that's for sure. Uh, but, you know, humans are quite fallible. And I think we all understand that um, just human fallibility uh, is an issue, but even just um, fatigue. Looking at documents late into the night is not going to produce the best outcomes, whereas technology such as AI review tools can 
reveal it more quickly than humans, can reveal it more accurately and more consistently than humans, uh, and also therefore can deliver insights into the document set um, more cheaply than humans. And that the, the more cheaply, more quickly, that piece is the democratization aspect of this because some potential buyers in a process may not be able to afford or resource going through a process. Now, if you've got less buyers, it's the, you know, the Adam Smith laws of economics, you know, lower demand um, is not good for price. And if you're a seller, you want as many, many people wanting to buy you as possible so that you've got as much demand as possible so you can get the best possible outcome for your shareholders and, and owners of the business that are being sold. So AI is actually playing a very interesting role in not only giving more buyers easier and cheaper access to potentially bidding, but it's also having an upside for sellers as well. That's, for me, a pretty exciting new space for the use of AI that's relevant to the buy side. Uh, and obviously, the prediction piece I mentioned earlier is much more relevant to the sell side. Absolutely. That sounds so impressive, Stuart. And as you were mentioning, you know, how humans can fail, of course. And I was thinking how relevant this is in today's environment. So we are living through some unprecedented time and very confusing times. We're still recovering from the pandemic. In Europe, especially, we are experiencing conflict and, you know, the, the climate emergency also impends on us. So how tools like Ansarada become even more relevant and efficient in times like this? What, what's the relevance? Yeah, uh, look, I mean, obviously I am I have an embedded position, but um, I honestly believe that technologies like Ansarada's are more relevant now than they have ever been. You think about, um, it wasn't that long ago, if you said to someone trying to buy or sell a business or any of their advisors, um, that you would do it without ever meeting the people that you're buying from or, or selling to, they would think you were crazy. Now, it doesn't feel crazy right now you know, on the, you know, in 2022 because nearly all transactions that have occurred in the last 18 months have occurred virtually with people not actually meeting. We hear often about transactions that occur and someone has bought someone else and then they don't meet for six months later. That's crazy in the context of the way diligence used to work. It presents some massive issues where you've got a physical aspect to your diligence. Like, for example, if you're buying a business that has physical assets, you may want to go do a factory walk. You may want to inspect the building. You may want to see the relevant fields or sites, whatever it is in the context. The ability to do things virtually but with confidence is at the core of really what Ansarada is about. And so the technologies that facilitate this are even more important. And the confidence piece, and you mentioned, um, you know, conflict in, in Europe right now, that affects confidence. You know, pandemics affects confidence. And if you think about it from a capital market perspective, confidence is really at the core of what drives the capital markets and drives it up and drives it down. And you want to be able to make confident decisions. And this is where technology plays a massive role because, um, as we were mentioning, with the, the use of AI across diligence, if you can get confident quickly on what you're looking at, then you can make confident and quicker decisions. We know that confident, quick decisions is what drives the markets because if people start not feeling confident and start withdrawing decisions or delaying decisions, that's when you start having decline in the markets because it all stops, everyone stops. And so confidence is really at the core of all of this. And that's really the core value that, that Ansarada 
believes we deliver to our clients. So for me, we've always been good and we've always been relevant, but I think we're even more important and even more relevant now in terms of the technology stacks that, that companies like ours and, and, and our competitors deliver. And this just got me thinking that there are other elements contributing to this idea of confidence. Things like ESG, compliance, risk assessment, all these elements. How would a technology like Cancerada's help to assess on, on these separate levels as well, the performance and the probably the expected success rate of, of a business in terms of... Yeah, so, so it's a great question and it, could, it probably couldn't be more relevant to the trends that, that no doubt you're seeing, that the, the, the listeners to, of your show are seeing and participants in the market are seeing around um, the expression of an organization's GRC, credentials and capability, and ESG credentials and capabilities. And what I mean by that is um, how good are you as an organization at being compliant with the things that you must be compliant with? How good are you at governing your organization within the context of your industry and vertical and what that means for you? Um, And how good are you understanding, let alone managing the risks that are inherent in your business? Again, depending on what your business is. I mean, as as a technology company, one of the key risks for us is obviously cyber, you know, a cyber attack on a business like ours is, you know, worst case, you know, bucket. Um, but if you run a business such as chain of restaurants, your, your key risks are going to be different than a cyber risk. It may be a, um, you know, food safety issue, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But how good are you at knowing, managing, recording, and therefore then being able to express that to a third party? If you walk into Ansarada today, and let's say you wanted to buy Ansarada, you would you would want to know how good is Ansarada historically been at its governance, risk, and compliance management, and how do I prove that to? Do I just say, "Gaia, we're really great at it," and you believe me? That's probably not going to work. You're going to probably want a bit more depth to that. But the 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 reality is that today, most of the world's organisations, and frighteningly, some of the world's biggest organisations, rely on one or a team of people and a couple of Excel spreadsheets to manage and track this stuff. And um, services and solutions like our GRC suite allow organizations to, in a much more sophisticated, honest, and real way, track in real time and then express, so through dashboards, like you have a GRC dashboards and it shows you you've got green lights on everything. And you can share that information with third parties if, for example, they're going to buy you or if, for example, a regulator or some other stakeholders like your shareholders want to understand how, how good is the organization that I own shares in or that I regulate at their GRC? And the same goes for ESG. This is interesting from, a, I think, a human perspective because all of us have a much greater desire to, uh, to work for organizations that we believe are, for want of a better phrase, you know, one of the good guys, to spend money, so our own hard-earned money on goods and services with organizations that we believe are contributing positively and sustainably to the world. Um, you know, we see we see boycotts all the time of people don't buy from them because, you know, they do bad stuff and also investing. In. So where you spend your money, where you invest your money and who you work for, making much more conscious decisions as humans. And investing is an interesting one because I can invest directly, but most of us invest indirectly via our superannuation, pension funds, et cetera. And we don't, have a, we don't feel like we have a lot of control over that. But again, that's changing and people are moving pension funds because of the pension funds have to have the appropriate impact investing mandates and practices and policies in place. So what's happening is people power. 
And I love this because I'm a person and I think it's great because I think people are making better decisions about the requirement for them to only be involved with organizations that are, you know, like I say, one of the good guys. But how do I prove that I'm one of the good guys if I'm an organization? The answer is good, clear expression of your ESG credentials and capabilities. And that lives in a fit for purpose piece of technology that is designed to help you express your ESG capabilities and credentials to the rest of the world. And that's for us at Ansarada, probably the most exciting frontier is helping the world's organizations prove that they're one of the good guys and they deserve for you to work for them, for you to spend your money with them and for people to invest in them. Thank you, Stuart. I love the the human side of it as well. And before we conclude, why don't we sort of identify some of the new trends in the M&A sphere that your research and analysis has seen happening across Europe and what we can expect in, in the next few months. Maybe you can also tap into your previous experience in the space. Yeah. So, I mean, we all know that 2021 was a was a record year in terms of M&A deal flow and value. What we've seen Q1 um, is just finished today, actually, or yesterday, and uh, Q1 for uh, this, this financial year, it's come through and it's 35% down on the previous quarter and something like 70-odd percent down uh, on the same quarter last year. So we're certainly seeing the impact of uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine on confidence. We're seeing the impact of... I guess, the back end of the Northern um, Hemisphere winter with another probably wave of COVID that's coming through. And we're certainly seeing that in particular in Northern Europe and, and the UK and that just impacting people's ability to, to, to do things and, again, confidence. Um, so we're expecting to see the balance of the, of the year probably even out and maybe pick back up. But certainly I don't think we'll see the heights that we saw in the previous 12 months, which is, which is fine. You know, you c- it's difficult to continue to have record years and I think it's actually healthy to not continually to have record years because where does that end? But in terms of sort of, I guess, more horizon scanning stuff, which may be probably more what you're driving at uh, as opposed to near-term predictions, the horizon scanning stuff for me is really exciting because I think we're going to find the the deal processes truncated in time. So they're going to be quicker and shorter. Now, that may sound frightening to people that have come through 20 years of M&A and they could only ever experience the deals getting quicker and quicker and quicker, which makes it harder to make good decisions because you've got less time. But the technology will alleviate that. So people will make better, quicker decisions in the future because the technology will enable them to make decisions quickly, but with confidence. And and I can't think of a better example than AI diligence, you know, insights. I sat with a fund manager at one of the big PE funds recently and uh, discussing with them, you know, the general process of when they look at buying an asset or and the process that they go through. And they say, well, you know, it normally take me two or three weeks to get an, what he would say is an initial cut of the documents, an initial understanding of what they potentially are going to buy. And there's a cost associated with that. Um, we're going to see, and you're certainly going to see it at Ansarada, the ability to do that initial cut or get that initial sense within hours, days, not weeks, months. And that is where you're going to see a lot of speeding up of the process. And that for me is exciting because I actually think that that means that more people have more opportunity to do more things, which can only democratise access to capital markets, which, you know, is something that I think is important because it doesn't just leave it to the elites. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Stuart Cloud, co-founder of Ansarada. Thanks, Gaia. Thank you for chatting to me today.